Welcome to the IBTA podcast. Discussions on policy, practice and research around professional learning. IBTA conversations. Hello, good morning, colleagues. Um, welcome to the IBTA podcast. Um, I'm delighted this morning to welcome Professor Elaine Vanasse. And I'm going to hand over to uh, Professor Elaine to introduce herself and tell you a little bit more about her role and her current position at her university in, in Belgium. And we are looking forward to talking to her about her research and also have her thoughts on her keynote for the IPTA conference. Over to you. Thank you for the introduction, Lizana, and um, well done on pronouncing my last name. In a way, it's quite difficult. Um, so I'm Eline van Nasse. Um, what's interesting for you to know at this stage, perhaps, is that I teach at the University of Leuven, um, which is located in Belgium. Um, Before that, I was connected to UEL University of East London for a fair bit of time, um, which learned me a lot about the international setting for teacher education. And the latter also points towards um, my research. Most of my research is located in teacher education, which also feeds into my teaching. So I teach um, courses on the undergraduate and the doctoral level, focusing on teacher education, a bit on micro, maso, micro aspects of education, and also a fair bit of qualitative research. So that definitely keeps me busy for the moment. It sounds like you have a very big workload to manage and I'm really pleased that you can join us this morning we're we're really delighted that you can also contribute to our conference so I thought it would be really useful for our members just to learn a little bit more about your research at the moment so if you could just give us a broad outline of what you're currently up to Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well it's quite a challenge to I guess summarize over a decade of research in a couple of minutes but I've (laughs) I've been working mostly on the professionalism of teacher educators Um, and that was quite a lonely enterprise back in the days and I'm talking about 2007-2008 when I started my research and when there was hardly any research focusing specifically on this occupational group Um, and I guess the reason for that was the implicit assumption that teacher educators simply teach their subject in higher education, right? I mean, what's the deal? Mm-hmm. They're just teachers in higher education. Um, and I kind of argued against that, um, strengthened by the work of my very good colleague at UEL, Jean Murray, and also by pieces of self-study research in which teacher educators themselves started studying their transition from being a classroom teacher to becoming a teacher educator. And what that research did was, um, I guess, making it very, very clear that although the work of teaching has much in common with the work of teacher education, the two positions are actually quite different. Um, Teaching about teaching requires a different kind of professionalism than that developed as a classroom teacher. And most of my research then has focused on understanding what actually makes up that professionalism of teacher educators and how they develop that throughout their career. And I guess one important thing to highlight is that I've always been quite mindful not to isolate the teacher educator from his professional surroundings in that effort. And I use that term in its broadest sense to refer to, for instance, the collegial environment, um, the curriculum policy, but also, for instance, one's relationships with trainees and with mentors. So even though my interest has always been on understanding the professionalism of teacher educators, it was never just about that individual teacher educator. 
and his or her competencies as such. Um, why? I guess because that just won't cut it. Um, a teacher educator who knows what works, um, who is able to assess trainees, who can provide productive feedback, model teaching. I mean, I could go on for a couple of minutes, but that's not enough to explain um, good teacher education. And I don't have the time to fully unpack um, the underpinnings of that claim, but it points towards the notion of enacted professionalism. And I use that to refer mm -hmm. to professionalism as guess the term says it's itself is that that which is enacted in practice while you are engaged in your professional activities in relation to the others present in that practice in a very particular context. So if you take that notion and we study teacher educator professionalism, it's actually not a study of, of the individual mind, so to say, but it's a study of actual practices, actual teacher education practices and understanding what actually happens there and why that might be happening. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, no, I was very lucky. I, at UEL, had the great fortune and pleasure to work with you a little um, as you observed how we did our, our jobs and, and you travelled from school to school to look at how we support teachers and teacher, teacher trainees as well on their journey. So my next question is very much about... Um, how do you feel your um, research will, will then tie in with the conference themes? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interesting question. And it turns out it actually ties in <laughs> quite well. Um, <laughs> while preparing the conversation, I was browsing through their website, um, which looks splendid, by the way. And, and I read that the 2020 conference will explore identity, ethics and responsibility beyond professional standards. And that's the end of the quote. Um, I guess I could hardly imagine a better introduction to my own work. Um, so if we take <laughs> that notion of, of enacted professionalism, as I just introduced it, um, so giving central stage to actual practice in particular contexts, um, that immediately makes clear that the work of educating teachers is not as easy as the standards seem to suggest. Um, if you look at the professionalism of teacher educators, through the lens of standards, I believe we miss out on crucial elements of that professionalism. Um, I'm thinking, for instance, about a teacher educator who's perhaps not that much concerned with building his competencies, but is perhaps mainly looking for ways to renew his enthusiasm or ways to cope with understaffing, which limits one's ability to visit trainees more than once in schools. Um, or I'm thinking about the freedom of teacher education programs to not only concern, themsel concern themselves with the question, how do our trainees perform on the standards, but also with questions like, well, what do we actually want? Um, what kind of teachers do we want to develop and why do we think that is important? And I guess those are questions we don't ask very often because the answers to those questions are presumably already given by the standards. Um, so pinpointing what it is exactly that we miss when we look at the professionalism of teacher educators through that lens of professional standards has been a core focus of my recent research, which I will also bring forward in my keynote. So perhaps make sure that this conversation comes with a very big um, spoiler alert. <laughs> 
I, I'm sure people won't mind at all because it really gives you a lot to think about before you listen to the actual keynote and, and people might just then be able to shape great mm-hmm. questions. So absolutely, I think there's no problem with that. <laughs> and so my next question is very much um, about what are your main insights from your research? What, what was your main mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. there? I think my main learning is that educating teachers is, is an extremely complex practice. Um, and with every new research project attempting to unravel part of that complexity, I'm, I'm left with more questions than answers. And it's such a sad life being in an academic. But <laughs> I think educating teachers is complex. And it's not only complex, but it's also an unpredictable practice. And by that, I mean that it is a practice which often escapes the the direct control of a very competent teacher educator. And again, standards will never be able to fully enclose this complexity. And that's exactly why I sometimes pity teacher educators. They have to deal with problems that cannot be solved by simply upscaling their competencies. It's it's much more complicated than that. Um, Teacher education is shaped by the relationships in the team by varying levels of experience of mentors and how they think about the division of labor um, school's way of going about things um, trainees expectations resources and even the simple passage of time and very few of these elements can be reduced to that individual teacher educator and his or her competencies and very few of these elements operate exclusively at the individual level, which is the core focus of professional standards. Um, They rather operate at the intersection of of relationships and organizations. And I'm struck then by the fact that still, regardless of that, um, the dominant discourse on teacher-educator professionalism privileges one single part of that system, um, the individual teacher-educator and his or her competencies. And I guess you could make a similar argument about teacher professionalism so connecting that to what i've told before i guess that professional standards select for our attention um, the individually competent teacher educator or teacher but it also deflects from the relational and the organizational surroundings which all impact in, in very very fundamental ways what is actually happening in practice and what is possible in practice so it is a complex business Absolutely. I, I remember distinctly um, as, as we were traveling through East London, our conversation where we um, spoke about the importance of partnership and how that, that feeds into the teacher educator's um, role and how we need to make sure that those relationships are in place to enable us to do our job really well to support the teacher trainee as well. So um, it's hugely complex. <laughs> and, and I'm delighted that you've highlighted that as well, the complexity. And, and I think this is also something that I'm sure will continue to sort of um, trickle through in your in your keynote as well. So um, we'll leave a little bit um, for, for, for everyone to discover when you talk about that in more detail. But no, um, it is certainly very complex and it does, you have to work beyond that ex- expected standard to really help people in the most appropriate way. Now, the next question here is, how do you feel will your research and your keynote at the conference help conference participants to refine their Mm -hmm. own practice Mm -hmm. as well? That's quite a big question and a big challenge for a keynote. Um, But hopefully um, the keynote will, will challenge what you could call our conventional way of thinking and talking about teacher educator professionalism as 
an individual position, an individual quality. Um, and going back to what I've said before, my main purpose with my keynote is exploring what we see, but also what we don't see when we talk about the professionalism of teacher educators in terms of professional standards. So, so what does it mean to talk about teacher educator professionalism or teacher professionalism in the form of standards? What are the consequences? Um, and these questions highlight the basic premise of, of my talk. Um, a professional standard is not just a handy instrument. It's, it's not just words. It's not just descriptive. Um, that packaging of teacher educator professionalism in standards shapes the way we do things. It shapes what we think matters, what researchers think matters, the kind of research questions they ask. But it also shapes, for instance, what we focus on in the professional development of teacher educators. So it's not without consequence talking about professionalism in terms of standards. And that's exactly why I will try to challenge the self-evidence of this language and also invite people to think and talk about their professionalism in a different way. And I guess in that sense, participating in that keynote might sort of offer a similar experience to the ones I had in the past. Um, it might generate more questions than it actually answers. Um, but at least that becomes then an experience we get to share. Absolutely. I think that's what good research does anyway. It, it really enables us to ask more questions mm -hmm. and go deeper. And um, I, I love the idea that you're highlighting the standards almost as a, as a framework within which we need to function. But then, of course, within that framework, we need to be creative and we need to problem solve and think mm -hmm. about solutions to, to, to go beyond mm -hmm. that Absolutely. as well. Brilliant. So is there anything else you want to share with us before we conclude with um, the, the book? Well, I think I gave away quite a bit, a bit of my research and, and the main <laughs> focus um, for my keynote. So I guess that that would be roughly it for the moment. But I definitely, definitely look forward to actually um, joining you at the conference, be it online um, and participate in, in the discussion. So really look forward to it. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning. And I know I, for one, I'm looking forward to your keynote and I'm, I know many others are too. And we're looking forward to seeing you towards the end of November. Um, and I think there's a lot to reflect about and, and to think about before the conference, but also I'm sure mm -hmm. afterwards people have many more mm -hmm. questions. Thank you so thank much you, for joining today. Thank you, you're welcome. I really look forward to it. Thanks for listening to the IPTA podcast. Visit www.ipda.org.uk for our latest updates.